welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I am Alex Harriman, your host, and I'm here today with my co-host, Jerrica Rydell. We are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for being here with us, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Jer. Hey, Alex, what's new? Um, not nothing crazy. We're back to school now, so getting some of my routine back. And then, um, as you know, we've got our, our little puppy Garrett, five months old now. So I've been <laughs> I've been able to get out for a lot more um hikes and walks and things like that, which is fun. And he's like he's the first dog I've ever had that can walk off leash in the bush. <laughs> And it's like the best thing in the world. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah, that's where my dog thrives too. It's so fun. All of uh, my my past two dogs could for sure, but it's just like they they might listen, they might not listen, and it would might be a pain to get them back. And Gary just listens so well so far that it's uh, it's been really great to be able to do that. It's so so nice being able to do an off leash walk. <laughs> And like the amount of steps and scents and things that they can do in the bush off leash. It's like, you know, it just tires them out that much better because totally. they're just all over and they're smelling everything. Yeah. There's nothing like a hike in the trails. I've been doing a ton of that too with the dogs. Sweet. Well, it's a good time of year for it too, because it's not crazy hot. Um, okay. So today, uh, we did a similar episode a while back uh, talking about um, progress specifically, why some people, why some people succeed when others don't. What I want to talk mm-hmm. about today is why some people are, or at least appear to be ultra motivated. So I think we all know these people, the people that just crush it. They're like, they're, they're physical specimen. Um, they, they always seem to be eating well. They always seem to be training hard. And um, they're the people that everybody gets pissed off at. (laughs) We can all definitely think of one of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so I want to talk about, and and it doesn't even need to be on the extreme example. It could be on a smaller scale too. But why some people are more motivated? Okay. Um, Okay. Do do you have any opening thoughts or questions to clarify before we get rolling? I don't think so. I just, the first thing that comes to my mind, it's definitely a, like in the people I'm thinking about, it seems like a personality trait or type in my, like this starts there for me. Like when I think of these people, um, but this is, I'll take that a different direction after, but it just made me think of that right off the hop. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I'll be, I'll be curious to hear yeah. that. Um, <laughs> do you think, so, so let me start with this. Do you think people who make it, far and pro sports are inherently more motivated they'd have to be i feel like do you think uh (laughs) so so and i would agree i think now and and i think it changes over time like i I do believe motivation comes and goes and 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 we experience it in waves um and they all would too for sure absolutely and and now now that they've got their their careers and their money on the line like there's an extra layer of motivation right right? um and their legacy and and all their name and all of that 
do you think those people were just always extra motivated? And I and I honestly I don't have a yes or no answer here. I'm curious to hear what you think. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't really know because then you think you look back and you think about I'm thinking about some of the athletes. And who knows, they could have been just super talented in high school and got picked out and be like, okay, you're going to be a really great athlete. And they're like, oh shit, maybe I should just like try for this. And then they become motivated. Where then you will think, I think of others, other really great athletes, and they've just been pushing hard since they were like five years old and they've loved what they've always done. And they, you know, they've thrived in it. So I've seen both spectrums. Like when my thoughts can go both directions. So my belief is that, my belief is that we enjoy what we're good at. True. And we're good at the things that we're consistent with. And that kind of all snowballs into momentum, which then in turn creates motivation. That's that's my belief. Because I think I think even looking at it from like a child standpoint, like my son Emerson, he he likes to try lots of different sports. So he's he's done gymnastics, he's done soccer, he's done hockey, he's done skating, he's done uh jujitsu. And he he really likes them all in the beginning when they're new and exciting. And then he kind of gets bored and wants to try something different. But I believe that when we try something different over and over and over again, we don't, we don't give it enough time to get good at it. And then without getting really good at it, we don't get that motivation to get better because you're just like, it's like, yeah, it was fun. And now I've kind of like, I've, I've maxed out what I'm capable of as a beginner. And what's what's new and exciting right do you agree with that so far 100 and then they get to it but and the next step to become really good requires a lot of work yeah. which may not always be fun enjoying and you know release that those happy hormones so then we don't a lot of people just don't stick with it and that's kind of where um i was thinking like a personality type or you know people who have a lot of self-control or they can push through those barriers. Like those type of people will, will get to that point of being really good and not caring of that, that period of time where it may not be fun and it might not be easy, but you know, they'll work at it where others are like, Oh, let's, let's just move on to the next thing. And that's okay. And that's just who they are. And they might be a little bit more of an easygoing type person. And there's a different kind of reward, right? Because Mm -hmm. beginner, beginner advances in sport and athleticism are fast. Like when you first start exercising and you add 20 pounds to your squat, like it feels freaking awesome. You didn't get 20 pounds stronger though. You just got more efficient at the movement and you're getting used to the movement and now you can lift 20 pounds more, but that feels really good. And you're like, I want to keep squatting, but then you're going to hit that peak where you can't keep adding 20 pounds. You might not even be able to add five pounds. You might only be adding one pound or less. And it's like a different kind of reward has to come in at that point internally to keep you going because like you're not you're not going to see those big exciting games gains every time you step in the gym and and the same thing to me happens from sport it's like it's like when you win at a casino do you do you ever gamble no i've done like once in my life and thought it was dumb (laughs) so it's like to me it's like the same kind of dopamine release where you like you win on a slot machine or a hand of cards though and you're like oh my god i need to do more like that that was awesome i want to do that again i want to experience that again it's the same thing when you when you 
get to that next level in a sport or or in your athleticism you're like holy shit i want to feel that again that was really cool but it's harder to get it the more you do the more you do it right it's like it's almost like an addiction <laughs> what's funny is the first time i ever gambled i won like 600 dollars off like the first slot machine i sat on i just never went back and i've never done it again but that's just that's my personality i'm just like oh this is stupid but yeah. side note what you were talking about is that internal motivation and this is a note i just written down was it's the difference between having that intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation and i think we need both to maintain or to, to get the motivation back up at some point but um these people that really can push and stick with it and you know is that intrinsic that internal motivation there's something that's driving them internally there's a stimulus that's sparking whereas the external might be like oh i got the trophy the participation trophy or the whatever when i'm a kid and it's like yeah this was awesome i'll do it next summer but there's no internal love for it there's no like nothing driving them inside to actually stick with it year after year after year type thing totally and and not everybody is ultra competitive like i think both you and i are pretty competitive people by nature um but knowing that you are becoming really good at something on a more than just me basis is exciting for some people and not exciting for others so so those beginner games that you get in sport or weightlifting or exercise that's that's you you're feeling yourself change and adapt and improve quickly that feels good for you but then when you start becoming like one of the best in the room or you start to be able to go compete at a, a more competitive level or or hold your own against people that you never could hold your own again that's now now you're getting motivated by the people around you and some people some people just don't like that competitiveness or want that competitiveness too right yeah it makes me think of in like our group my group training gym like I'm, I'm in a gym with this group classes all the time and it's so interesting to see the ones that do not feed off of others whatsoever they're here because they like the workouts they like the people but there's no competition or there's no they don't even feel like excited to be working beside someone even if they're at totally different levels and then there's others who are like pushing each other and like oh. there's a lot of you know banter but funny and they're like they're feeling each other up and they're like you know put an extra two pounds on your bar I put two pounds on mine and it's like a fun competition where you're getting motivated off each other so that's a yeah it makes me think of those those group training classes right away for the same reason that most people run their fastest races ever in the actual competition for sure right yeah there's like definitely you've got that that competitiveness and adrenaline you're you're yeah. laying you're laying it out all, all out on the line um interesting so so then i guess what what i'm trying to bring this back to is how do we recreate this right knowing that people get really frustrated because they're like i'm not motivated i don't feel motivated and there's other people around me who are always motivated i would argue that they weren't always motivated but they've created a level right. of momentum that's made them really good at what they're doing and being good at what they're doing feels good. And that keeps them motivated and keeps them going because, or they've created like a really good system habit schedule where it's just, they're rolling with 
what's always worked but and but that's what I mean even when I say they're good at it so like exactly when we, so yeah. when we say they're good at nutrition like what does that mean well meal preps become easier for them getting in their proteins become easier for yep. them getting in vegetables become easier for them because they're good at it it's part of their routine part of their habits part of their day-to-day -day structure and so now that they're good at it they like it and they have that momentum and there's not there's not a lot of reason to stop that exactly yeah now now we see the the catalysts all the time of people's downfalls from from these levels too things like illnesses injuries or big family events this can throw anybody off of their course and it can it can depending on the the level of what this is can completely change your life for a period of time can make it very hard to get back there we see that happen to high-level athletes. We see it happen to the average Joe. And so those are the things on bigger and smaller scales that will often take a hit on your motivation. But if we know this, and we know that this is the steps to recreate motivation, action first, consistent action, which creates momentum that makes you good at something and once you're good at it then you're excited to do it more and you have more motivation tied to it then we can start to kind of recreate that that whole process over and over again knowing that at some point in my life I'm going to get another curveball thrown at me guaranteed every one of us is right absolutely um and so circling back to the the original question why do some people seem more motivated or are some people more motivated I think the answer is yes but it also just comes from a different place in their life I imagine at some point they were also that beginner right right and you might just be at one of your lower points and so and so that's nearby or you're looking at or seeing on social media might be one of their higher motivations totally. and you're like they're always or or it's just you know, these people that seem always motivated are the ones that are just posting the highs of their day, right? And oh, so it's affecting too. you differently. That but too. when I, yeah, yeah, which happens a lot. Um, this is just an example that I, I use for myself when I'm in like different periods of motivation. When I'm in those low periods, I, I mentioned at the beginning that extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. And when I'm in a low period of motivation, I'm struggling to kind of get things going again. And this is more for like, let's talk about fitness or nutrition, like health related. Um, I use extrinsic motivation. So to get me out of a short-term slump, I want to just, you know, get a quick win, a quick high, just to get me out of that. I look for something that's going to ex extrinsically motivate me. So for me, that's going to a group training class. That's going to something somewhat competitive that I can, you know, laugh, joke, but also push myself and feed off of others. So then I know this week I'm not going into my basement to lift. I'm going to a class every day to, to kind of get me out of that. And then when I mean, you know, once the, the short term kind of starts to fall, because that's just kind of gets me up and out of it, I have to be like, okay, what's going to keep me out of it? Or what's going to keep me in this higher period for a little bit longer? So that's where I start digging into the intrinsic motivation, like what's actually driving me? Why do I want this? Do I have a long-term goal of a race? Do I... Um, do I have a fat loss goal? Like it's trying to dig deep into those reasons too. And that's where we tell our clients, you know, put those things on the, on the mirror. As soon as you wake up, like those driving forces that can kind of keep reminding you, but I love to use the short-term things to just kind of kick me out of it and then search for the long-term reason. 
I like that. I like that. And and if you're listening to this and you know, just like Jarek and I said, we obviously know these people, these people who always seem motivated, compare those people to professional athletes, right? They at some point in their life went through the struggles you're going through. And now they've created these habits and they've gotten so freaking good at doing what they're doing, good at eating, good at exercising consistently, that it isn't as much of a chore for them. And so they're in a really good place. That doesn't mean that a significant significant event won't throw them off. And I guarantee if you ask them, they also have low periods of motivation, but their low period of motivation might not be as hard as your low period of motivation. But at one point they were there. And so we have to remember that and and we have to really avoid that comparison syndrome because you're comparing yourself to somebody who who really is like essentially a, a competitive athlete at eating well and training regularly. Like that's that's not <laughs> average, but it's it is achievable. And I, I, I truthfully believe that it's achievable just through consistent action at first to build that momentum that's that's the i think that's the the biggest stepping stone towards motivation is just taking action consistently towards your goal no matter how small that action is awesome and i when you're talking i just thought of a something that's worth mentioning is these you know if you're sitting there comparing yourself to someone who is like you mentioned a really great athlete and and we're talking about how they've they've struggled at, at some point in their life they're also really good at turning fail like fueling themselves off failure right because they've failed many times just like we have in different aspects of our life but if you're if they're specific to one sport you have to fail so many times to to get better at whatever it is said sport so you know learning how to use sometimes some of these low periods um to, to rise us back up is is definitely a skill and something that takes a lot of time to to transform and change your mindset but it, it has a lot to do with it as well have you i know i reference him all the time but have you read either <laughs> of david goggins books i read the first one not the, the newest one so in this i believe it's in the second one i listened to the audiobook he talks about all of the shit people talked about him he took it and he like recorded himself saying it back to him and then he made it into like a mixtape and he used it it was like his motivation he's listened to album. it yeah like he listened to all the negative shit that people said about him and all the stuff that people said he couldn't do because mm-hmm. he's exactly like you're saying he loves that that fuels him to to achieve it to get to the next level <laughs> and you have to figure out what fuels you right everyone's going to be different that's what we kind of mentioned time and time again today but yeah and for him that's impressive yeah I don't think I'd want to listen to those thoughts <laughs> no as I'm writing a and he's, on, he's, but... <laughs> he's obviously like the most extreme example yeah, he's extreme. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that for the average person but I just thought it was really interesting <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> cool did, did we cover everything you wanted to cover on that yeah I feel like I was all over the place but it's kind of what this podcast was about which I love no, it's good. It's good because I, I hear people talk about it all the time. And I think I think it's we just need to like normalize the fact that motivation is within reach, but we can't just sit there waiting for it to come because it doesn't. We we have to take consistent action in order to build momentum, in order to find motivation. And that's where it all starts. And it's it's something that anybody is is capable of achieving. Um okay, so 
on, on that note, my, my closing tip today is to start uh is to start stacking as many of these like daily tasks, habits, and goals as possible to make it easier on yourself. Because when we look at getting our health and fitness in order, there's a lot of little things we need to focus on. Drinking water, getting outside, meditating, walking, eating better, exercising regularly, still want to spend time with your family. So many of these things can be stacked together. And I, I know I've talked about this lots in the past, but just as an example, grab your bottle of water and a healthy snack and take your dog and your kids for a walk. You're getting outdoor time, dogs getting a walk, kids are getting exercise, you're having family time, you're having a healthy snack and you're hydrating all at once. And that's like, you're, you're knocking off all of these boxes rather than putting out this list and be like, okay, now I got to go exercise. Then I have to take the dog for a walk. Then I need to do some family time. Anytime we have an opportunity to do this and in, in, in the busy lives we all lead, we need to take those opportunities. And that's not something that it's always going to be possible. But if we if we have the ability to do it with one or two things a day, it's it's going to leave you feeling a little bit, a little bit lighter, a little bit less stressed trying to get all of these tiny little tasks completed. And I think just that stress that's tied to needing to do all these tasks affects our motivation as well. It's like, oh, well, I can't do it. Yeah. And then that, you know, that keeps adding on, adding on, adding on their motivation is just low because we haven't done any of them in weeks. And so, yeah, finding little habits or, or sorry, little tips and tricks like that to, to be able to tackle all those things and feel a little bit more ease to our day uh, will not only help that, but will help your motivation as well. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you found it helpful. Um, wherever you are listening right now, take a screenshot, share it to Instagram and tag us so we can see you watching it. We appreciate that and getting the word out there about what we're doing here so more people can listen in too. Awesome.